Guys, what a very special edition. I hear Seinfeld every time I hear that. Do you? Yeah. I didn't do my typical, what is up? But I think I do that more when I do solo instead of the interview. That's fair. This isn't really an interview, though. I wonder if they're going to hear the fan and the AC on it. You think they will? We're not turning either one of them off. Uh, I know that. I, it's I 105. Just, yeah, it's fucking hot here in California, everybody. Dude, did I tell you what happened to me today? Oh, by the way. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Um, This is me, and that's... Boomer. What's up, everybody? We're the, in my apartment. Yeah, we're doing a podcast from his apartment, and... Yeah, I'll tell you what's freaky, Boomer. Not only am I in your apartment, which... Has got me a little more on edge than you thought. On edge. <laughs> but like, there's a lot happening today and tomorrow. We're moving out of our house, man. It, you know, tonight is the last night I'm gonna sleep in that house. Really? Oh, you guys are officially gone right now? No, I leave tomorrow to go to Phoenix. Oh, when you come! Oh my God! And I'll tell you something, man. It's super emotional in so many ways. Um, you know, that house. So first of all, your apartment is bringing up a, a couple of emo. Like the other, you know, when we came home from Laguna. Yeah. And I was like, you want to hang out at the house? And you're like, no, I'm going to go back to my apartment. I was like, and so it begins. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Because you wanted to hang out at your apartment. Yeah. This is your place. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, actually. Dude, I'm, I'm, I love it. I'm so happy for you. Riley came over last night. He did. Yeah, he came over. We had a couple beers. It's nice, man. It's cool to have you know a little to have open space. And I'll tell you, dude, I love, 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 love living with you and mom. I, from from my friends and them telling me and growing up with them and seeing what their parents were like in high school, you guys were the best parents I could have asked for, and and and, and anything, but. It, it's 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 nice to be out of the house and you know i mean we're here. in your apartment right now you're shirtless on a chair drinking a beer yeah it's pretty great what are you gonna do about it nothing <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great yeah it's nice i'm proud of you man i'm proud of you for a lot of reasons but you know when i'm proud of you mostly when i you know this is gonna sound creepy Hey, thank you for starting with that. It's going to sound, but sometimes, like, if I know you're somewhere and I'm coming to get you or I want to stop by and say hello, I observe for a little bit first. I know. I've Be- known that. Because the one part, and this was a line from 20th Century Women that made me snot cry when <laughs> I saw it, but, like, the one part of your life that I never get to see is I never get to see you in public. Without me, you know. Yeah, and I'm all every time I I'm just proud of the person you are. But this is so cool, leaving that house, oh man. It was rough for me. It's gonna be a rough Sunday for that. There will be some tears. There, yeah. There's so much wrapped up in that house, dude. Rocky's whole life, whole life, dude. The only years I really remember are in that house. Mm -hmm. My whole high school, middle school. Yeah, no, 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 I, I absolutely, like, 
We my, 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 that's what I consider my life, dude. My, you know, Laurelwood was great, and I have great memories there. But my life is the, that second half, that second ten years, and my life was in that house. So, I mean, rock, like you said, my my first girlfriend, one through, babe, Tay, I think you're number ten. One, All your girlfriends. One through ten. Um, everything, man. Ho- every homecoming, every dance, every yeah, every our, every everything. Our 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 life began there. You yeah. know, my career began when we were in that house. Absolutely. Your mom's career began when we were in that house. Absolutely. There were so many great Turning times points. and tough times. You know, your mom's uh, mom died when we were in that house. Uh, we've had a lot of great times and a lot of rough times, and um. Yeah, man, I, I like when I think of L.A. and I think of our family and I think of us. That house is I think of that house. Symbol. I don't think of Matilla. I mean, I don't think of uh, Lameda and I don't think of Bellingham. And I think of Laurel. I think Laurel. I think of Laurelwood a little bit for the fact that Kate and I grew up in that little little spot together. Bunk beds, tiny little room, uh, sliding down that banister, coming down the stairs oh, every yeah. morning. Yeah. Um, like I have a lot of memories from that house, but. Do you know how you know, poor we were in that house? Did you I do any, now. Did you have any idea then? Did I then? No, no, zero idea. That's good. Zero idea. You, you guys did really well. I had no idea. There was, we, always, there was always food in the house. There was always food on the table. There was always... Uh, fun. Always fun and something for us to do. Well, we just didn't spend any money on the things that we did. But we had fun. Hell yeah, we had fun. You know, my favorite part of the Laurelwood... Do you, you have no idea what my favorite part of living in Laurelwood was. You want to guess? Was it that interview we did for that one guy when I did the when I wrestled my uh, stuffed animal? No. But such a great memory that, that is. That was for Last Comic Standing. Yep. No. Um, favorite memory at that house? My favorite part of living at Laurelwood. A part of living in it? No idea. Was walking to use school every morning. Oh, yeah. We did do that. That's pretty great. Walking down that little street. With you with your little backpack? For, for context for everybody, I lived, we were up a little hill and we were down the street from my elementary. Like 200 I, yards. Yeah, not even. If you walked all the way down the street, you would hit, you could see the entrance of my elementary yeah. school from our f- front yard. So, you know, it was, it was an easy five minute walk. Your little raspy voice and every morning we'd wake up and walk down there and talk about what we were going to do in school today and to, and to be, do you remember the day after... In 2003, the day after the Red Sox lost to the Yankees. Aaron fucking Boone. Aaron fucking Boone hit that home run. And you were like, I'm never wearing my Boston hat again. I go, no, today is the day to wear it. Yeah. And why did I say today was that that was the day to wear it? Well, I know that lesson now. It's because you got to show everybody that you love your team and how no strong what. you are. No matter what, you stand by. But the, but just that, just not your team, man. But like. You stand up for what you believe in. You stand up for people who on Like if someone's on your team, Jacob, then. They're on Team Jacob, whether it's a good day or a bad day. day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were some great things in that, but in that house, like the Red Sox won a World Series in that house. The Red Sox won the 2004 World Series in that house. Yeah. Not just a World Series. They won the World Series in that house. One of my favorite pictures ever is, is you, Adam, and Danny in that 
Is John in that picture? You're in that picture. I, well, my little hand's in that picture. I know. I, Your I, leg. I, we're all hugging each other, but you jumped on me. I was like, I want to be in it. I want to be in it. Are no, but it's, it's, my, it's one of my favorite pictures of you guys. Like, I, I, I consider myself in that picture, but when I think about it, I think of you, Dan, and Adam because you guys are just ecstatic, and it's, it's such a great picture. I love that picture. Me too. Because you guys, knowing the history, growing up with your team, and knowing how much it sucked, but to then watch it live and watch your team win a fucking... I have, I have goosebumps talking about that. Like, it's, it's Tell great. me about the house, like... Oh, but, but before we get into this, yeah. you see the bats over there? Yeah. I was about to go to sleep last night, and those bats fell over, and I almost shit myself. Scared the shit out of oh you? Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. There's so we I, were supposed to move Jacob's couch today, but you haul fucked us. Twice. They, they changed the location of the pickup for my truck without telling me. And, yeah, I pulled up to that other U-Haul, and I was like, neither of these trucks look like they're going to fit either of Which the- other U-Haul? I went to the U-Haul we went to the first time. All right, so they changed it this morning from there to the place on Hazeltine. That's why I was there. You know that place under yeah, the, the freeway? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was always like, who the fuck works yeah, there? I, I, yeah, it's a U-Haul and a tow truck. That's the U-Haul. Yeah. Right? So I walked there because it was close to the house. And that's why, and I, that's why I was walking. By the way, don't it's, pick. Sw- it's hot outside. The fuck are you wearing sweatpants and a hoodie for? Well, because I just got back from the gym, and then I, I had to change. We're getting rid of Directv, and well, what are you guys getting now? Time Warner. Oh, nice. It it licks dick too, but Directv just wouldn't. They wouldn't give me any deals, and fuck them, and whatever. Um, don't have to deal with AT&T U-verse anymore. Yeah, oh, the worst. Jesus. Let me ask you something. By the way, my internet here is Fast. fucking rad. That Xbox works? Oh, my God. I haven't had one glitch the whole time I've been here. Tell it's me like something. It's like the greatest thing of all time. Let's go through the house we're in now. And let's... And by the way, man, thank you for saying about it, that about your mom and I. Oh, yeah. Um, I would say that, like, you know, you, uh, with all the kids... Your mom and I get super lucky. You were never an asshole. Your daughter, your daughter, Kate was never an asshole. Like you guys were never assholes to us. Don't forget about Trevor. Trevor didn't live with us that much. That's true. But for the time he did, Trevor was never an asshole. He was to only me. an asshole to our dog. He was also an asshole to Beth. Really? Yeah, it was rougher for him. You know, he was a little older when, so he could really process it. Yeah, it was harder for him. And he was super loyal to Malia, who is my ex. Was very, very loyal. Super loyal which to is, Malia. And by the way, which isn't a bad thing. It's oh, not. He not, should have been. That was his. Yeah. That's his mom. Yeah, I'm not. No calling out whatsoever. It was, no, it, it's his mom. Yeah, it's a loyalty move. Yep. I don't. I don't blame him. But you know, listen, man, I'd be lying to you. You know, and I've told him this. You know, with, when he moved back up to stay with Malia for a little bit, that hurt my feelings a lot. But I bet it did. But I was like, you know what? That's his mom. That's his mom. Yeah, like, of course. Um, all right, let me ask you a question a couple, about, about the house we're moving out of. Okay. All right. Let's go room by room. Okay. For memories or funny happenings. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay, hold on. I have What one. room you want to start in? I'm going to start in Jace's room, which is the guest room. Okay. Which was also oh, your my room, room, which, which was, was my also room. Kate's room. Yes. 
So when it when it was my room, we had the bunk beds. Favorite memory right off the bat: tenth birthday, Stephen Rockland Me. busting out of that closet. Well, because Jack had him locked in. Yeah. There. So my so it was my tenth birthday, and we're all like wrestling in my room. We fit somehow. We fit like twelve or fifteen ten year olds into a into a room like that's four by four. Yeah, that was the size of maybe it my was, my we palm. Called it the, we called it because we could hear the noises coming out of. We called it the monkey cage. Yeah, and so I have a. Fr- it's my tenth birthday, and I have my friend who's leaning up, we have a video of it, who's leaning up against my closet door, and then we break away, and then you break back, and one of my friends just busts out, and he just busted out of that door, and he was like, let me out! him locked in the closet, the monkey cage. Yeah, he just busted out. And it was just out of nowhere, and then and then my friend who was holding the door, Jack, he just jumped off and then jumped right back into the action. So it was it was it's just so it was so weird and spontaneous, and no one would have ever guessed that someone was stuck in that closet. Yeah, it just makes me laugh. So I guess for me, there's two. I'm gonna do my most my favorite, and I'll do one that just the one that just is that fucking bunny. Ugh. So, so when Bacon. we rake, when we rescued Kevin Bacon, the room just smelled like fucking bunny shit. Yeah, for by like the way, two months. for those of you who don't know, we rescued. I found a bunny on the street that had a broken leg. By Jake, the way, wait, wait, before we go on, and he continues. By the way, he called me to come get it. I had Rocky. Right, but you went back with me after. I was walking Rocky. Yeah, right. I was like, "Come help me get that rabbit." Yeah, um, I just didn't want you to take credit for it. No, I was about to fi- let me if you let me finish my story. <laughs> so. We catch this rabbit. It's got a broken foot. Beth names him Kevin Bacon because his foot was loose. We end up keeping the rabbit for a little bit. I don't want to go through the whole story again. We amputate its foot, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's like it had been dislocated for too long. But this fucking rabbit <laughs> was in that guest bedroom. We gave him the whole guest bedroom. We laid out pee-pee pads on the floor, and, and, and we didn't even give him a cage. He was cage-free. That rabbit had a better life than I did, that little fuck. But I got to tell you something. And it grew on you. It didn't grow on me. It fucking hella did. Are you kidding me? You had more attach- attachment to that thing than I did. I you kept f- trying to get it to do something. You also just love saying his name. Kevin Bacon? Yeah. Yeah, first and last. <laughs> um, but my problem was, and, and I, guys, I'm not saying anything that Jacob doesn't know. My problem was is that one night I went in there high, and I was in there for like five minutes, and he never blinked. And I was like, fuck this. <laughs> this rabbit has got to go. <laughs> So <laughs> we uh, we oh. appealed to the people on Instagram and Twitter, and someone someone jumped out, jumped and said, "We'll take it." I tried to put Kevin Bacon in the back of an Uber. Did you know that? No. <laughs> I said, "Will you Uber Kevin Bacon?" They were like, "No." Nah. He was like, "No, nah, I won't Uber the the fucking bunny." So I had to drive the bunny. Like it was like a forty minute drive, but I you yeah I know you and mom drove down. No, just me. No, mom was there. Nope. And that picture mom was there. Oh, maybe your mom was there. Mom was definitely there because there's point. a picture of you guys taking a selfie with Kevin Bacon. Yep. So we say goodbye to Kevin Bacon, drove him down there. Um, but, you know, for me, that monkey cage is one of my favorite oh, so for good. sure. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. I am. There's a couple, man. There's a couple. But I think the most memorable... Oh, I yeah. have one. I have another one. Go ahead. Go ahead. I th- for me, I think the most memorable is the Kevin Bacon and him making that <laughs> noise and the huffing and shit. And the <laughs> noise. You mean the one where he kept licking the damn water canteen? No, he was That motherfucker. No, he was making a <laughs> huff noise. I didn't like that shit. 
I have another great memory in there. It's it's a little painful for me. So I'm sitting, I'm playing Xbox with my friend Stephen Rocklin, who, funny enough, was the kid locked who, in the monkey who was locked in the monkey cage who busted out of the door. Yeah. And um, sorry, Rock. I'm sitting in there playing Xbox, and I don't know. And it's back when we had carpet, so this is like right as we got into this house. I'm sitting there and I'm playing Xbox, and something bad happens, and I get pissed, and I went shit, and I stepped my foot on the floor. I stepped on a toothpick, and a toothpick went straight oh, through my right. toe. Do you remember that? It was um, shit. I don't remember which. One. It was either the second or third one on my right foot, and I went straight down, and the toothpick went straight yeah. through my toe. And I was like, what is that? And I looked down, and I was like, oh, my God. And my Stephen was like, why did you step on a toothpick? I was like, why the fuck are there toothpicks? And I'm like, 11. Yeah. I'm like, why are there toothpicks in my carpet? And let alone did I know, earlier that day, someone had spilled toothpicks in my room and didn't pick them all up. I wonder who spilled toothpicks. And there was one sticking up in the carpet. That sounds like it hurts. It hurt a bunch. Do you remember in that it right same... right out, and I was like, that was the biggest splinter I've ever had in my entire life. Do you remember that same room? Where we were playing Wii Tennis and I... You smacked me in the elbow. <laughs> <laughs> I was That's smashing the same a ball. That's and the same room. on the follow-through, I just heard, crack! And I was like, oh, that was <laughs> solid. Yeah, I hit the shit out of I you. I remember that. I yeah. remember that. Anything else in that one? Those are pretty much it. Yeah, I love, those, are my, those are the ones. That was, that's not one of the main rooms, though. Oh. Well, I have okay, one, but I can't say it. I have another one, but I don't want to say it either. Okay. I have a couple, actually. So we'll go to the room you're in now. Room I'm in now? Oh, best memory in that room? There's so many. There's so oh. many with Kate and so her many, friends. So many. Oh, look. For me, I... <sighs> I can tell you what it is for me in that room. The, the middle room, I would have picked the same one with the monkey cage. Okay. Just so you know. Your room, it is just walking in and seeing Rocky. Oh, so good. And him not moving any part of his body except his little tail. So good. You'd walk in and he wouldn't move. He would just go thump, 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 thump. And he'd go, hey, buddy. And you'd give him a hug. So good. And then he'd roll over. And then you'd continue our conversation. But the first thing anybody ever did, even me, when I walked in my room, was you you would snuggle with that little fella and say what's up. You got to tip the hat to the rock. Yeah, I I can't pick out of those. So I'll, I'll give that one to the rock for sure. I'll get, I'll there's get so that. many good. There's so many memories in your room between you and Kate. Right. Yeah. It's. I, I'll tip that one to the rock. I'll give him that one. Yeah. I'll give him that one. All right. Um, living room. Does that count as a room? We're counting that. Living room is shit. There's a couple. One. Oh, I got. I got one for me for sure. Um. But I think for me, I loved you and Austin White wrestling. Ah, shit, that was so good. You guys shirtless at like eight years old, jumping off the couch, pretending you were in the WWE. I loved the parties your mom threw in there. You know, maybe Trevor's... Going away? Maybe Trevor's welcome home might have been my favorite. I think my favorite in there is what my graduation party. My favorite in there is the graduation party and your speech. Yeah, that was a tough one. That's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for me, Trevor, um, that welcome home, that speech was was pretty tough for me. I loved watching, you know, your sister's Asian-themed party. Where she almost choked on eating that much rice that fast. They had a rice-eating contest. You know, Beth, your mom, man, can throw a party, dude. Anywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere, anytime. Any theme, she can put that shit down. You give her her a week to plan that shit, mm, come on. She's so good at it. Not even fucking close. Yeah, so good at it. So good. 
Um, okay. Uh, gr- uh, oh, shit. Okay. Garage. Wait. Are we going to count that? Uh, what are about you the, still in the living room? What about the office? Okay, one of them for sure would be me and Caitlin breaking that desk. Yeah. That shit was fun. And another one for the office, man. In his later years, Rock Rock loved the office. Yeah. So you'd walk in and you'd just see him on the bed. And when you walk in, you go, hey, buddy. And he would be like, oh, look. And he'd roll over. And that little. Uh-huh. I get, so I give Rock a little bit on that one, too. Um, office, again, breaking that desk was so much fun. Um, you know the backyard. You all shoving your faces in those cakes with the the yeah the caking yourself. That was again the tenth birthday. The same night as the monkey cage. Yeah. But for me, the backyard. Um, wait, did we have Rocky at that tenth birthday party? No, we got him the day after. Remember, he was my tenth birthday. Yeah. Present. He wouldn't have survived that party. No. No. He would not like. Guys, if I mean, when we got him. The first day, he wouldn't come in the house. Took him three hours. Then right as he came in, he claimed a chair, and Mom was like, nope. And Dad and I were both like, no, no, no. You were going to let him have that chair because he has not liked anything else. You do not touch him. But he wouldn't go into the kitchen. He wouldn't step up. And your mom did such a good job with that house. We rented it, but she still tore up those carpets. Like put that. some wood floors Dude, she down. made that property value jump. Oh, she killed it. Are you fucking it. kidding me? She killed he's it. He's going to be so happy to get someone to already rent that place is. again. Oh, he my already God. He already is. He already is. That's what he I'm saying. Is. He's pumped. Well, buddy, so here we are at Wait, your... We're, we're not even done with the rooms yet. I know. But, like, here we are at your spot, and my question is, when you think about the house in this place, what's it going to take to turn this place into the house just memories experiences yeah man i mean i got a year lease years a long time we're gonna see what happens taylor graduates in a year where are you gonna put all those, po- those all the paintings you know it's gonna depend so um that back wall taylor was like you better not make that the boston wall and i was like you bet your fucking ass it's the boston wall yeah. the biggest wall is the boston wall that's how it works she's like why it's not gonna look good and i was like i don't give a fuck is it your place she's like no and i was like well then what do, do you want uh, are there any uh, pictures from the wall at the house. You want me to take off the wall for you? I want that picture of Kate and I. Okay. Um, I want a picture of you and me somewhere, and then I want a picture of Mom and I. But I don't think I have a picture of there's solely Mom and I. There is. There, there is. There is. The wall. Yep. Which one? I'll, I'll bring it over to you. Well, there's the wall. Actually, actually, have her. Or will you for as a surprise? Because it'll be nice. You know that one on the fridge that she loves the most of me kissing her on the forehead. Yeah. Will you somehow get that blown up at least for me, and I'll get it framed? Um, or you can talk to her about it, but I, I want that picture of mom and I. Okay. I want a picture of, I don't know what picture. I want the picture of uh, you and I, of me crying on the baseball field yeah. because everybody was taking my ground balls. Yeah. And then uh, Kate and I. That's not why you were crying. Why was I crying again? So you had never gotten out before. I had my glove on, though. No. I didn't? No, you had never gotten out before. No. Oh. And you got out at second base. And people were like, you're out. And you were like, No. And people were like, you're out. And you were like, no. And I had to go out there and be like, hey, buddy, you got to get off the base. And you're like, why? I'm like, you're out. You're out. And you were like, I don't get out. I'm like, no, you haven't before, but you what, just did. What game was it? Was was I usually pretty good at not with playing playing it safe? In T-ball? Yeah. You just never got out. You hit the ball further than everybody, and you just kept running. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, what I loved about T-ball is that there was usually one good player on each team Me. who ran and got the ball. And then ran and tried to tag people. But in T-ball, it's also funny because they think it's like wiffle ball rules, so they throw the ball at people and shit. <laughs> That's always good. 
We, uh, yeah, we, I do, man. You know, watching old videos of you, I do miss watching you play baseball. I miss playing baseball sometimes. Do you? Yeah. You're a good baseball player. I honestly might just join an adult league for fun. All right. Because why the fuck not? Yeah, you're an adult. Yeah, technically. <laughs> yeah, not technically. Like, you're an Wait. adult. Oh, did I tell you, speaking of adult, I don't know why that just popped in my head. Did I tell you, remember my old football coach at, at Notre Dame, not Coach O, not the head coach, but the defensive coach, Coach Fagan? Yeah. Really loud dude, always yeah. amped. I ran into him the other day. Where? I ran into him. There's a, a food truck uh, little get-together by Taylor's house, and I walked by, and I was like, oh, can I pet your dog? And he was like, yeah, and I was like, what? Chauncey? He was like, Wolf. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, what's up, dude? And so he had a really nice pit bull, beautiful dog. Um, talked to him, talked to his uh, his girlfriend. Um, and he was like, hit me up on Facebook, man. Let's go out and hang out. And I haven't seen you in a long time. And I was like, absolutely, dude. I, I would I would love that. Look and at I, you. And he was like, he was like, you keep in touch with anybody else at, uh, at from ND? And I was like, oh, I left my junior year. And I was like, I don't know if you or any other coaches know this, but that team fucking hated me. So half that team, I actually got picked on by and they didn't like me and he was like i would have i'd have never guessed you were such a likable kid and i was like yeah man you know i, I tried to show i work hard but you know i, I was like bert mainly he's like, i was like you remember bert gervis and he was like yeah he was like unfortunately why and i was like because he was like i said that kid picked on me just because i took his starting spot he said really i said i had never played a season of tackle football in my entire life yep. first game he's first trade second game and on until i was injured he was on the bench yeah and that that's why it. And he was like, I was like, that's why he didn't like me. And I know that for a fact. Why the other kids didn't like me? Because they're all followers and they're all, you know, they all followed Bert. That was it. That was just plain and simple. Well, man, you always handled yourself really well. Yeah, man. Look, if I would have had the confidence I do now when I did I was a sophomore, I would have been a whole different ballgame. I may have gotten kicked out of school. No, you wouldn't have gotten kicked out of school. Uh, I'm telling you right now, I have not told you some of the ways I've been picked on. I may have gotten kicked out of school. Tell me. Dude, on the field, at practice, we would go all to get water. This happened. Make sure you're. you're this happened multiple times. We'd go to get water, and I would be getting water. And right as I'd pull up, from behind, I would literally be speared into a wall. With kids, a helmet? With a shoulder. Kids would drop their shoulder into me or full-on spear me into a wall. And I would turn around and go, what the fuck, man? And they would go, oh, sorry, it was an accident. If I'd had the confidence I did now, dude, I'd have ripped my helmet off, took their helmet off, and started beating them with my helmet. Like, it would have just happened, man. Yeah. I, I don't, like, for me at this point, I have grown so much as a person since my freshman year in high school. I mean, it's been seven years. I, I, if I would have, if I would have been the person I am now in my sophomore year of high school, I may have gotten my ass beat, but I may, I may have put some kids in some danger. Like, I say that as a dead fact. I may have really, really gone against some kids that are bigger than me, but I would have done some damage. Yeah, Absolutely. You, you were not happy for a couple of those years. No, man. I was not happy at all. I wasn't happy. I mean, my freshman year was not great. Freshman year is where it all started, you know? Getting picked on? Yeah, because you meet kids, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're cool and whatnot. And then you don't make sports teams. And then they're like... And I, I don't know how, why it kicked in or where well, it came from. Here's what a lot of it but is, it man. Went, it went from, I, I don't know why they saw it as, I oh, can, my God, this kid's not a good athlete. I can tell you where some of the problems are, and it's because. It's in themselves, man. I, I yeah, see that but a it's, lot. It's also because you're a good, okay. 
So I grew up with three older brothers, right? So hard to get under my skin. Right. Okay. And so as far as the locker room making fun of each other and all that shit. But here's the bad, here's the crazy thing. It didn't happen in a locker no, room. No, no, I get I mean, I just mean locker room as okay. in g- the general talk. You mean grabbing by the pussy kind of locker room yes. talk? <laughs> as far as the locker room goes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had and, to. And, and teenage boys making fun of each other and picking on each other and right. I knew early on, the more it bothered me or the more I showed them that it bothered me. The more I reacted, it was going to get worse. And then the other sharks were going to swim because as long as they're picking on somebody else, they're not picking on me. And you're a, you don't like those games. You never were, even when you were younger, I'd be like, Hey man, they're just, it's, you know, 12, 11. And that's why you always stood up for kids on your teams. I know how it feels, man. but, but you were always like, man, I don't, but why do we, why do we have to communicate by making fun of each other? I'm like, well, that's just what guys do. And you're like, I don't like that. Yeah. And so I knew, I told your mom going into high school, I'm like the best part about him is going to cause him three or four rough years. It'll be great for you. And I kept saying, it'll be great for him when he gets older because he's a sensitive, good hearted dude. But in high school, being a sensitive, good-hearted guy gets you fucking gets beat on. you picked on, and I knew that all too well. And and it was interesting. I remember having a conversation with somebody, dude. I never told you this. But I I have another story I haven't told. I you I was yet, in Sarah Colonna's office. It was it was me? I try not to sneeze directly into the fan. Sneeze right there. But then it blows right in my face. But I sneeze right there. Yeah, but I got a little bit. Did you? Yeah. I'm gonna sneeze right into it next yeah. time. Yeah, and then I'm gonna hit you in the dick with this <laughs> microphone. <laughs> a, a dick dink That's um, mm. I uh, Oh What were we talking about? Uh, you were in high school? About me being picked on? And it's gone Anyways folks That's it right? I mean don't you know better than to interrupt me? You, I didn't interrupt you You said try not to sneeze into it You interrupted yourself Oh is that what happened? Yeah um, I'll tell well, Okay back to What, what were we talking about? Being picked on high school. Oh, I knew that those be rough couple of years for you. Okay. I just knew it would be because of who you are. And, um, and oh, so I, I never told you this, but I was, I was in Sarah Colonna's office. This was at the old Chelsea offices where okay. you were on after yep. lately. And uh-huh. all mm-hmm. Remember being on after lately? Yeah, that shit was fun. Um, I got I'm, so many messages after that. How crazy is my hair right now? You still haven't gotten a haircut, have you? No. Hmm. Um, I like it, man. I told you. I know you do. Okay, so rough couple years. Oh, so I'm in Sarah's office with Jiffy. And um, I had just... It was morning. And I had just driven you to school. Okay. And you had just unloaded on me about how tough it had been. And being picked on. And all the shit I didn't... You know, I knew, but I didn't know the extent of how you were feeling. Oh, and I sat in her office and just, I must have, I, I shut their door and I, it was so hard for me not to drive to that school. And I remember crying and being like, my instinct is just to go shake those motherfuckers until they break. But I also knew that that's not the right 
the the right answer in my mind was never for me to solve the problem for you I, I, unless it got to a point where i was like oh it's really like he started he shaved his eyebrows and he's like you know all he draws is woodpeckers in his room i'm mm-hmm. like oh, my shit got a little weird yep but i was like i monitored and that's why i asked all the time and i was like okay this is gonna be something that if i solved it for him it'll get worse yeah, and he doesn't not, learn I'm, anything. I'm not teaching you anything. Yeah. So this way, you learned that that it sucked, and but you also learned that here you are today, and you just said if I was as confident as I am today, which means that it shaped your life in a way. Oh, dude, it did. But absolutely. But you learned that you could get yourself through a hardship. Yeah. Absolutely. And that to me, that's a really important lesson. Absolutely. And, and me solving that problem for you, I thought would have been bad. I'm going to step into your kitchen. Oh, let's do something we've never done before. We're going to move? We're walking. I'm starving. We hold that. You're starving? You want those pistachio nuts? Oh, I might. I don't want to throw up. So I'm that hungry. Right. There's the pistachio nuts. There's honestly, you oh, can't. Oh, can I have half an avocado? You can have whatever you want. I would love half an avocado. Yeah, sure. Okay, hold on one second. You talk. I'm just going to put the. Um, all right, I'm just going to tell you another really quick story. Wait, did you take the I did. Color I did. Me mind mug? I did. I did take the color me mind mug. Uh, you snuck that out. You It's been in my room this whole time. Jacob has So I snuck it. A Absolutely. color me mind mug that the and it's kids And it's got Trevor, Caitlin, Jacob and on the and on the handle it says daddy. Where be your silverware? Oh, it's behind you cuz I still have to find little little things to fit in here cuz there's no thin enough uh Silverware holders. Oh shit. Yeah, so that's the only oh, problem. Yep. Um, I don't know which microphone I'm talking to. Uh, so yeah, so go ahead. So you didn't tell me. So there is this one time. Actually, this happened multiple times, and I didn't really notice it until uh, until this one turning point. So I'm uh, trash. I'm sitting in the quad. It's nutrition. Um, you know, we're about to get ready for our next period. And, um, you know, almost like every other day at nutrition, I would buy something at nutrition and I, and it would go missing. Someone would steal it out of my backpack while it was on my back, whether it was a drink or a cookie or a breakfast burrito, I'd have it in my backpack and someone would straight up steal it off my backpack. Why didn't you ever tell me that? I thought it would go away. How long did that happen? My sophomore year, when I was on the football team, it happened probably almost all of second semester. My blood is boiling just listening to you right now. Ready? Ready for this where it gets better. One time, I'm about to walk into religion, and I'm walking into class, I'm walking into class, and I sit down, and, and I look at my backpack, and I was like, that, that's not supposed to be there. Someone had put, taken out of a wrapper and had put a maxi pad on my backpack, and I had walked around all of nutrition. Did you ever find out who did that shit? Nope. I have. I know who did though. Who? I know now. Who? Uh, the maxi pad. I actually have no idea. But who was stealing my shit? I know who that is now. Who? This kid who was a uh, grade under me, but um, his his sister was holds the state record for uh, for longest shot put. What's his name? His name. What are you looking for? Oh. His name is uh, uh shit. Something I really don't know on. Because I caught him one day stealing my damn Snapple out of my fucking bag. What he 
And he went, oh, bro, that wasn't me. And I was like, really? Because this time I initialed it. And he didn't see it. And I was like, oh, oh, are your initials JW on the fucking back of that Snapple? You dumbass bitch. And he was like, all right, I'm sorry. And I was like, have you been stealing my shit this whole entire fucking time, you douche? He was like, no. And I was like, you're a fucking liar because that fucking proves it. And I got in his face. And he said, get out of my face. I said, I said, stop stealing my fucking shit. I'm going to go somewhere with it. And he pushed me. And I came back and I shoved him into a flagpole. Kids 50 pounds bigger than I am when I'm a sophomore. And he was like, you trying to mess with me, bro? And I was like, I'm not trying to mess with you. I said, I'm trying to stick up for myself. I said, if you want to fucking play games, let's play games. But don't fucking play around with me. And? He never came back. I'll tell you right now. And I'm going to say this confidently. I don't know who the fuck his name is. It's like it's like Leroy or some dumbass shit. Dude, you are the dumbest sack of shit I've ever met in my entire life. Failed, failed every single class. Asked me for help. I told him to fuck off. He asked me for books. I told him to fuck off. I t- anytime he even came up to me, I told him to fuck off. Because he's one of the dumbest sack of shits I've ever met in my entire life. Uh, now he's probably doing nothing in a community college. Looking for a sorry ass way to play D3 football. Well, pretty well. Ain't nothing wrong with community college. Ain't nothing wrong with community college, but it's a kid who had hopes and dreams, but is too stupid Second enough to ball. figure it out. Fuck that guy. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, that kid was, you know... Again, part of my life that was bad. So like, dude, that maxi pad shit. Like, there were oh, people. Let me ask you. Like, dude, there were people laughing at me and or laughing in the quad and like glancing at me. I had no fucking idea. That makes my blood boil. Oh, dude. Let me that ask was you. Aggravating. Your friends at the time, even your girlfriend. Did they ever stick up for you? Or did they ever? They never saw anything. Never. Any time it ever happened, I was alone. Any time I was ever picked on, I was alone. The maxi pad? I was in a group of friends. I don't know how nobody fucking saw it. But if they did, no one told me. Nobody told me. That makes my blood boil. Nobody, not even a good fucking Samaritan looking around saying, hey man, someone placed that shit on your back. Oh, fuck, that's fucked up. But yeah. thanks for telling me, dude. That, that makes my blood boil, Come dude. on, man. I like, mean, to a point where, like, well, yeah. Yeah, bro, it was frustrating, man. And I'll tell you at one point. Was there anything else that I could have done? No, nah, man. This is... It's a battle, honestly, that, you know, I'm glad that you or mom didn't step in. It's a battle that I had to fight with myself. And I'll tell you right now, it was a battle to a point to when I was 16, and it was my second semester, and it was after football, and it was morning lifting, and it was all that shit, dude. I I didn't feel a need to be anywhere. Be anywhere? I mean? didn't feel a need to even be present. I felt a feeling of such despair where I just... Wanted to disappear. When you showed up at school there? I didn't want to go to school. But why didn't you tell me? Because you were paying so much money. It, I didn't care. I don't care about that shit, Jacob. I know that now. I don't care about that shit. I don't, I don't care about money, man. And, and also, like, I didn't want to transfer schools. You know me. I didn't want to, you know. Like, I when, know you didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to transfer schools. I didn't want to leave my girlfriend. I didn't want to leave all my friends. I didn't want to start over, man. Well, we did take you out of that school. And it was the best fucking thing that's ever happened to me. That wasn't an easy decision <clears throat> for us. But we thought it was best for you. And sometimes as parents, you have to do what is what you think is best for your kid. Even if they don't agree. And it turned out to be the best move. Oh, dude. If I, I regret not telling you that I wanted to transfer. So many things could have played out differently. Like what? So many things, dude. I'd have been a different school. I may have realized some things faster in that relationship. You know, you know the relationship uh-huh. that I was not super happy in. When that transfer happened, I 
shh, I'm not going to name. The girlfriend that I had, you know, didn't trust me. She was like, I don't, I don't want you to go to school. I can't watch over you. Like, I can't do any of this shit. I'd have left earlier when it was early enough in the relationship. It may not have hurt me as much. And I might have been able to, to, I'm, I'm close enough. I know, but you did, this is a direction. It doesn't pick it up when you. Okay. I'm like, I'm going back and forth. Okay. Anyways, I may have been able to, to, to start over again and started something new at, at champs. And, uh, I mean, I still made some of the best friends I've ever had. My senior year. And yeah. I, I, hands down, I still talk to those dudes every day. And uh, Here's what I knew. I knew that even if the sports weren't at the same level as Notre Dame. Which they, they weren't. And they weren't. But they weren't. guess who was? It, but it didn't matter because what I do know about you and what I have always known about you, and it's one of my favorite things about you, is that you like to be part of a team. Absolutely. You love the camaraderie of sports. You love – it was the one part of sports that you loved. To take it out of the locker room where people are – guys are being guys and being assholes to each other and just get straight out on the field where there's camaraderie, handshakes, high fives, people pumping each other up, being positive. That's your jam, man. But here's also the thing, man. After my sophomore year at football – I didn't feel that way anymore because of the fact that I didn't feel part of that team. I know, I know, I know. So it, but it it's was why I wanted to get you out of there. It's why I wanted, man, it's why I tried. And, you know, I never made you do anything. So it's why I tried really hard to get you to do some of those baseball teams when you were at Notre Dame outside of the school because I know I knew – you, what are we at? Forty minutes. Forty-one. You, just make sure you don't pull this cord out. You, you, you wrapped up a lot of how you felt about yourself in the sports, in being on a team, in being an athlete. It's part of who you identified yourself as. So, what you learn early on, and what I learned, man, um, when your "Who am I?" changes. Even when you're young. So your Who Am I as a young man was athlete. Mm-hmm. Okay. Notre, Notre Dame took that away from you. Absolutely. Okay. I saw that happening. That's happened to me. I felt that happen my freshman year. So that's hap- that, that, I, I saw that happen. I know that happened to me when my Who Am I went away. And even though it was for the better, right? So for a long time, my Who Am I in this town was single dad raising three kids. Single dad raising three kids. Single dad raising three kids. That's how people saw me whenever I walked into any room, whenever I had a meeting. It's just what people talked to me about. When I met your mom, when I met Beth, that changed after a year or so. And even though it changed for a better, when you identify as something, when you, you have a very strong who am I, which you did, when that is now taken away, it is a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. And for someone who's 15, it's even more so because you don't have anything to fall back on. I had a couple things to fall back on. And I could see that happening with you. And I could see you starting to question who you were because who you thought you were was still there. You just didn't believe it anymore. No. Right. So for me, and I remember telling your mom, <clears throat> I'm like, look, we got to get him out of there. He's sinking. I could 
see in your schoolwork. I could see it in your eyes. Yeah, my sophomore year was not so hot. And I could see it in your face. I could see it. I could just see it. And it broke me up. And I was like, we got to get him the fuck out of there. He thinks the school is good for him because it's what he always wanted. I wanted to run track. Yep. After my first year of track, my coach was like, hey, man, we can't wait for you this junior year. Yeah. You're going to be on varsity. I've never been on a varsity team before. I think I, I honestly, the reason I honestly was so also so broke up about it, I was like, I'm going to be on varsity. I'm going to be a cool kid. People are not going to fucking pick on me anymore. That's, that was my main look at it. I was like, I'm going to have a varsity jacket. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to have a letterman. I'm just going to say varsity track. It's going to have a patch on there that says, that says, that says league champions. I'm going to have all that shit and no one's going to look at me any different. How much fun was playing basketball at champs? Oh my God. It was so much fun. Dude, we beat some team by 80. Yeah. I had a lot of fun watching you be you. I should have dunked on that kid at that game you came to. Oh, you had it. Your Jonathan I and I both thought you had it. I didn't I didn't know. But watching you finally be you again and and you know be a leader on the field. Football, you played flag football and you guys won championship. Captain, captain and championship. You won championship. You played basketball. Not a captain, but championship. Won championship. Now you played your team, your school, out of nowhere. Just started a volleyball team. Well, not out of nowhere. The coach, his name's David Lee, who's actually also. But they hadn't had a team. They had never had a team, and the guy he played, he played volleyball at Irvine, and he came up to me and he said, "Hey, we step in my room for a sec." I said, "What's up?" And he said, "Look, I know you started that football team, and you guys won a championship." You came in this school, you jumped on basketball. Y'all won a championship. He said, I played volleyball when I was in college. I want to I wanna start a volleyball team. But I need someone to start it that people will gravitate around. Because they, he they, said that to you? He was like, dude, I, he, said, he said, look, I want you to play this team. I want you to be the sole center of this team, but I need you to get people with you. And I said, I said what do you mean? He said, I need everybody to know that the best athlete in this school is going to be on this team. I was like, well, shit, when you put it that way. I I'll mean, go talk to him. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 the next, and the next day at tryouts, we had 25 people show up. Yeah, I thought it was great, man. And you had never played volleyball never before. Never played volleyball once. You picked it up quick, God man. Goddamn, that sport was fun. I'll give you him that. You picked it up quick, man. You picked that up super quick. And you had your ups were on full display. Yeah, it was right after basketball season. I wasn't yeah. injured. I was no. doing CrossFit shit, man. You my hops have, were at. Yeah. I didn't have hops. my broken toes. Have you dunked since broken toes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can get up again. I, I dunked uh, I dunked um, in August, the month after I was fully recovered after, um, after my toes. You, I, I made sure I could. Um, I'm not losing that ability. Fuck you. You will eventually. Ah, uh, shush. I know. Not right now. No. Not for a while. I don't plan on losing that shit until I have kids. You um, you have kids. Take it easy. That's like ten, that's ten years. That's what I'm saying. That's time. Did you have fun in Laguna this weekend? Yeah, it was fun. That was cool. It was cool to hang out with you guys, but also be adults at the same time and like, you know, go outside, sit on a patio, drink a beer. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, act like adults. Yeah. It was nice. Is that weird to do that with us? No. It's never been weird. That's why, that's why I enjoyed it so much. It really has never been weird. No, never. Uh, has there ever been any part of our relationship that has been weird for you? No. Not really. Me neither. I don't see why any part of it would be weird. Same with mom. I, f- I feel so relaxed around you. Yeah, me too. Well, you're, I'm I'm you, so, you know, it is what it is. 
I'm, I'm very, very comfortable around you. Yeah, this transition with you, you know, it, it catches me threefold. One, I'm super happy for you, and I'm proud of you. And I can't wait to see what you – ever since you were two, man. I've told people, oh, I can't wait to see what he's going to be like. What? No, nothing. Oh, and now and, – and you are basically – what I thought you'd be, who you, who, who I thought you'd be. Okay. I told you, man, I, I'll, and, but you know, it's hard for me because again, we go back to my, who am I? And when you left, man, it's why your graduation in high school was the hardest for me. It's why, because everything with you, because you're the youngest was the last. When Trevor graduated high school, I was happy for him, but there was no emotion because there was two more of you coming. When Kate, I was happy for her, but there wasn't real emotion. When you graduated, that signified an end, end of, of an era. era in my life. And so when you move out now. Please don't get empty nest syndrome. I'm down the street. I will come hang out. Oh, don't we freak already out. have it. But don't when, freak out. No, I'm not going to freak out. Uh, but what are you looking for? No, you're good. You're good. Keep going. But, you know, it's just uh, it's different, man. And so. I'm super excited for you and 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 what is coming. But I'm stoked for what's coming. I know, but I'm also like, I when I went through that when I went through the garage and looked at all those pictures, dude. I mean, there's some things that'll just never happen again. You know, I'll never pick you up when you're sleeping and carry you to your bed. Like that's been over for a while, though. I know, but it really is over when you leave the house. That's fair. It's just, yeah. And I hope, you know, and I speak for your mom, too. I hope we provided you with a home where you felt safe, where you could be yourself, where, you know, it was a place where you were like, I can't wait to get home. For for your mom and I, yeah, both man. of that. Absolutely. That's like, we've always just wanted you. I mean, except for the summer that I was grounded, I was never happy to be home. But like... What summer was that? Oh, going into my senior year of high school. So what? literally as I just left Notre Dame. Why did we ground you? Because I stole something from you. Oh, that's right. And because I was... Uh, another situation that is not bad, but uh, ma- mom was not happy. How long were you grounded for the summer, right? Pretty much until about, I would say, roughly two and a half weeks before the school year started. Yeah. Let you fly your flap your wings a little bit. No phone, no computer. No friends. The only way I could see people was if I went to the park and played ball. Yeah, um, you could see your friends. I went and helped Amy on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Uh-huh. That's how I made my money. Other my than that, deal was that you could see your friends if you were doing something constructive for you. Yeah. So if you were playing basketball. That was my right. shit was I would play basketball every day. Uh-huh. So I would go to the park and go hang out. And you feel like we were too strict? Not, too strict? No. No. Well, that, that summer was my fault. I don't, I don't. Yes. I don't blame. Well, I'm not grounding you for something I did. Right. I don't blame that on anybody. Were you guys too strict on me? No. Um, Sometimes I feel like we were. I think the only thing that was a little too strict was the damn alarm that went off. That alarm was huh? obnoxious. The, the alarm. The alarm in the house. What about the alarm? Do you mean to keep everybody safe? That The home alarm yeah, system? The, the one that no one else has that makes that loud of a noise when you open a damn door? Well, it's just the alarm system your well, mom wanted. a curfew. That one, too. Well, you need a curfew. Why? Why was there an alarm on my bedroom window? Huh? 
So you didn't sneak out of your window. Why? <laughs> I mean, what am I, new? That's why. What's the problem with me sneaking out? That's why, because your window was at ground level. You literally could have stepped into your Except window. Except for the fact that the bed's there now, or the bed was always there, so I couldn't really step in or out. The bed is not over the, under that window. The foot of it is, and the desk. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, There's I'll, that big gap where your pile of shit you always was. How am I going to get under that? How am I going to flexibly, like, fit in that? And with all my shit's there, how am I going to get in quietly or get out quietly? Are you telling me you don't think you could have snuck out that window? Without the alarm, I could have. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Without the alarm, I definitely could have. Well, we had to have the alarm. I didn't know what you sneaking. What the hell would I be doing? Chiquitas in and out. Chiquitas? Yeah. There would be. There was not even a, a, a. When I was in high school, never, never was there even a thought of sneaking some sort of chiquita in the when house. When I was in high school, at the end of my street, there was a dead end in a field, and we used to go down there and and make out and shit and, and shit. And there was a girl. One night, and I don't want to say her name. Good. But she was in my backyard throwing rocks in my window. She break a window? No. Oh. But she was like, "Come down here." And I was like, "No." <laughs> wait, wait! Why did she come to your window? She wanted to get. She wanted. It was a booty call. She booty called you. Yeah. Why you sound so surprised? Generally, the girl's not supposed to booty call a guy. Generally, the guy's supposed to booty call a girl. We lived in a very progressive town. Apparently, I had some booty calls. I had some booty calls. But we used to walk, man. I had no curfew, just so you know, in high school. I know. And, um, but my brothers all did. I didn't, but I was the youngest. The reason you had a curfew, dude, is because your mom is a super light sleeper. And if you would come in at two in the morning, you would have woke her up and she would have never gone back to sleep. We should have, we should have thought of the unplug the alarm system way earlier. No, because the alarm keeps us safe. But it's not like I was coming in. Look, look. I'm not. When I said didn't have a curfew, it's not like I was asking to come in at two thirty every, every every morning. You know, like you know what I'm saying. Like I wasn't asking for like a two thirty three. I was asking for like a twelve thirty one, max. Dude, I'm with you. What I'm saying is, if your mom was away asleep, she would have woke up and never got back to sleep. What do you think about it? What's going on there? Nothing. Oh, they're hungry. still in there. Yeah, hungry. Are you hungry? I have a half sandwich in there that I'm. Eating. I would have brought you some food. No, I have half a Jersey Mike sandwich for my shift. Um. All right. Well, listen, man. Anything else you want to say? I'm really bummed that nobody, no network ever bit on the show idea for you and I. Missing out. Well, they did, but long story short, we have someone to thank for not getting to New York for that interview. Yeah. Fuckers. Motherfuckers. Because we wouldn't have a show. Because they literally bought the same exact fucking show for somebody else. From two different people. <sighs> Fuck yeah, that man. was a bit of a bummer. That that was the shot. Like, I don't know why you and I didn't just buy the plane tickets. Why the fuck didn't we just go the fuck out there? No, it wasn't about plane tickets. It was about... Wait, but here's the thing. Didn't they contact you before they contacted the agency, or did they contact the agency first? I said to my agency, Hey, I got this show idea. Bitta bing, bing, bing. And they were like, Nah. I, and I call him back a couple weeks later. Hey, I got this show idea with my son. Bada bing, bing, bing. It's pretty cool. Nobody's doing it. Meh. And they never got me the pitch. And then a month and a half later, the network that I said I wanted to pitch bought 
that exact show from two different people. A different father and son. And By the way, we are a much better father and son for that shit. Yeah, man. I put our father when and son... When that show comes out, I'm going to boycott the fuck out of it. I, <laughs> I, I put our father and son relationship up against anybody's. Absolutely. I'm not saying it's better, but you know, I know everybody's got their good relationship with their kids, or hopefully. Yeah. I'd, I'd put us up against pretty much anybody, too. Well, one of my... Like, if it was, like, a best buddies game and you had to, like, know what, like, their favorite food was or, like, favorite stuff like that was, like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Just a game like that. Yeah. We'd win that game. I do... I feel like I know a lot about you. Same. Yeah. Um, all right, listen, I got to go pick up your Uncle Danny. All right. And we're basically at an hour. Yeah. But no, I, I, I don't really have anything else. What do you want to say? Go out and do something good for somebody. I like that. I'm super proud Be of you. Polite. I sit in a substation or substation. Jersey Mike's. Uh, Jersey Mike's for six hours a day. People treat the people who make your food, even if even if it's anybody, even if it's McDonald's or Burger King or anybody, treat people with some respect. Just I think everybody should have to work in customer service for at least a year. It's not even that anywhere. Also anywhere. Yeah. If you're, anywhere hey, do you want to tell people what Jersey Mike's you're at, or do you, does that make you nervous? Van Nuys and Burbank. Um, I've already had someone who knows you come in and recognize me and go, oh, my God, I love your dad and you so much. And it was great. Burbank and Van Nuys in the Valley. Come say what's up, guys. I got five days next week. Oh, shit. I'm going Tuesday and then Thursday through Sunday, everybody. Come say what's up. I ain't afraid of it. Just don't come in from the hours of 12 to 2.30 because then I can't say hi because there's about 35 people in that store. But that's probably when you're going to want to eat lunch. So if you do come in there, he'll just say a quick hello. Yeah. Say, say hey. I know who you are. Say what's up. I'll say what's up and we'll be all good. My staff or uh, the staff I work with, no matter what day is great, we'll all say what's up. And uh, it's a good time. You're come a good by. time. Indeed. I make, that, I make that place a good time. It's fun. You're a good dude. Appreciate it. I'm super proud of you. Thanks, man. You really are, I, there is nothing that I would change about you. No, me either. I wouldn't change any of my past either. Me neither, man. I'd be a way different person if I didn't have that past. Yep. We are here in your fucking fantastic apartment. And yeah, man, you're going to go up to your biological mom's wedding this weekend. We didn't get to talk about that. We got three, we got two minutes. Go. Yeah, I'm I'm doing that. When's the last time you saw her? Well, she came down to L.A. Uh, about, what, six months ago, maybe? Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe maybe five. But she came in, and we had lunch, and we hung out for a couple of days. And it was, it was really nice to see her. She, you know, from I hadn't seen her for eight years prior to that. Yeah, I think uh, so. It was nice to see her. It's, uh, I'm excited for her. I'm happy that she's happy. Uh, and, again, going in with no expectations for this. I'm going in and just going to have a good time. And I'm going <laughs> with my sister, and it's just going to be me and her. And, uh they will be the only. T- she will be the only person I know at this wedding, and it's going to be Kate and I for uh, yeah, for okay. for like three days. And the anger you felt towards Malia, not anymore, man. Not anymore. Again, anger wasn't mainly that what she did to me. It was mainly because of what she had done to my siblings. And I'll say this: I'm I'm much closer with Caitlin than I am with Trevor, mm-hmm. for you know obvious reasons. Um, I did live with Caitlin for a couple of years of my life. Mm-hmm. So uh, more than a couple of years. Yeah, exactly. I said that like sarcastically. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's a different connection. I haven't lived with my brother really ever or not that I can remember. And, um, I think definitely Kate got the, the fucking butt end of that shit. And you know, I was sticking up for my, they both had it pretty bad. I, I was sticking up for my siblings. I love my, I love my siblings. And so, uh, even though I didn't get the shit end of it, I 
if they weren't really not making an effort, but if they were really uh, hurt from it and trying to keep distance, I thought it was fair enough for me to keep my distance. What did I say about you, man? Team Jacob. When you're on Absolutely. Team Jacob, you team ride player, or man. die. Teamwork makes a dream work, bro. That's how it works. That's how we ride. Everywhere. In Jersey Mike's, uh, out of Jersey Mike's, everywhere. That's it. That's the motto. I love you, buddy. Love you, too. That was a pretty Later. good one. Later. Oh, hey. Wait. What? Why are you this weekend? You're in Phoenix, right? Yeah, I'm in Phoenix. Yeah, you got 10 seconds. I'm in Phoenix. Well, it's not going to turn off. I'm in Phoenix this weekend. I'm in Portland, Oregon, the second, like the 15th through 17th. And then Chicago. And then Chicago, that last, what's like. The 28th. No, I think it's like the 29th, 30th, and 1st. Okay. And remember Prince and the Wolf. Guys, also remember, I'm telling you right now, the best underwear in the world, and they're not paying me to do this, Mac Weldon, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com. Promo code the wolf all caps. They're sponsoring the Prince and the Wolf podcast. They don't sponsor this podcast, but I will tell you something, and I'm just telling you because I love you. No underwear you will ever buy makes your junk look more prominent than Mac Weldon. I'm about to buy a pair of that shit, dude. Th- they are the most comfortable. <laughs> Not only are they comfortable, but they just make it's just like damn. It's like someone's giving your dick a little hug all day. Mack Weldon, guys, 20% off. They aren't cheap. But up until I wore Mack Weldon's, I only wore cheap underwear, and I didn't understand why people would spend a little extra money. Now I know. My balls thank me. Your balls will thank you. If you want your husband or your boyfriend to be happy, Mack Weldon. The socks are great. The undershirts are great. They have women's stuff, too. I just haven't tried it on yet, but I'm assuming it's the undershirt yet. And the socks and the underwear for the men are soft and comfortable can't imagine how comfy the women's stuff Come is. Come on. You know what? If you want, guys, I'll order a pair of female underwear, put them on, and I'll tell you how they feel. MacWeldon.com, promo code the wolf. 20% off. What, what are you looking at me? I'll double or nothing with you for that. If you do it, I'll do it. Deal. Done. Later, guys. Later. Later.